Welcome to the Mum Safe Movement podcast. I'm your host, Jen Dugard. I'm so excited that you're here and now part of this very important movement for change in the way mums are looked after in the fitness industry. In 2020, 4.35 million women used our gyms and fitness facilities in comparison to 3.5 million men. Further to this, in 2016, the ABS reported that 77% of women over the age of 15 in Australia would become mothers. This is 3.35 million mothers or 42.7% of a personal trainer's potential clientele. Yet our fitness certificates don't teach us enough and mums themselves receive very little, if any, education about how to move safely and effectively. I am here to change that. This podcast is an accumulation of over 16 years in the fitness industry, a decade working face-to-face with mums themselves and teaching thousands of trainers in my Safe Return to Exercise certification. And most recently, bringing mums and trainers together around the MumSafe brand. This podcast is the next step into raising our voices and bringing mums and the trainers that work with them into the arena to achieve our mission of safe and effective exercise for women at every stage of motherhood. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Mum Safe Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Dugard, and today I'm talking to one of our Mum Safe trainers, Sarah Cassley. Sarah runs a business in Hobart called Mum Strong. She believes that returning to exercise following childbirth is so much more than throwing on your sneakers and heading out the door. It needs to be done safely, effectively, and thoughtfully. Sarah has created a safe space and community to help mums improve their mental and physical health and well-being. A place where mums can exercise, form friendships, and feel safe, free of judgment, and have a laugh with each other. Sarah's mission is to help mums to understand the importance of prioritising themselves to lock in time just for them, helping them to feel stronger, more confident and energised to keep up with the daily demands of motherhood. I wanted to speak with Sarah because she is living and breathing the oversubscribed philosophy. After launching one session that became sold out, And she held off launching another one while she grew her status as the go-to exercise professional for mums in her area and grew her wait list at the same time. And then off the back of this successful program running in one gym, she recently launched into another facility and has become sold out or oversubscribed already. I wanted to share with you a real life example of what we talked about in my conversation with Daniel Priestley back in episode 13. So if you haven't listened to that already, I highly recommend you do that. Let's dive in to today's episode and learn how being oversubscribed has helped Sarah's business. Hey, Sarah, welcome to the Mum Safe Movement podcast. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me. I'm excited that you're here. Let us kick off, we'll get straight into it, is share with us a word to describe how you're showing up today, a win, and also something that you're working on at the moment. Okay, Um, a word would be relieved just to get here this morning, get the kids out the door, worked, get here, yep, here, I can breathe. Um, And my win is that I'm working on resources. 
constantly at the moment and getting those out to my mums, which feels awesome. Mm-hmm. And what I'm, what was the last one? Something that you're working on. I'm working on, um, well, I'm working on a relationship with a insurance company here at the moment. So that's exciting. And that's coming up in October. We might touch on that later. So it that is very exciting. That's exciting. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And I don't know which, they both could be wins and working ons because that's two cool things that you're doing. They're, nice. Yeah, they merge. Very, very cool. Now, I wanted to get you to come onto the Mum Safe Movement podcast to talk about the topic of being oversubscribed and how it shows up in your business. We had Daniel Priestley on um, in another episode. So if anyone's listening and they haven't listened to that episode yet, it's a really good idea to backtrack and listen to that. And that is the concept of consistently working towards being sold out within your fitness business. Um, but before we get to that, why don't you give us a little bit of the the background to how you, um, I guess, came into the fitness industry and then ultimately how you ended up working with mums? Okay. Um, I'm one of those like stories that I reinvented myself from being a stay-at-home mum for about 10 years and prior to that being a police officer. So um, living in multiple states, coming back to Tassie to live, it was like, what are we going to do that's going to work well for our family? I've got four children. Um, and I'd done my fitness certificate well back when I was 18 and, um, and I was always 40. And, but as a mum, when I, I guess I wanted to get back into exercise in Hobart, I realized that there wasn't much for us here, um, other than just showing up at a gym. And, um, I'd been really interested in getting back into the, the fitness industry to work, felt that that would work with the family. So I guess I, I sat my, I did my cert three and four again, and then I found Jen's um, Safe Return to Exercise. And I did that um, with this, and I started working in the industry, just working in gyms, and then um, with this massive desire to create a program for the Hobart mums, something that I didn't have. So after um completing safe return to exercise that was like 2019 and then COVID hit and I was like when am I going to do this when am I going to do this and then by the end of 2020 it was about the September I'm just going to do it like who knows what's going to happen and so I started work or I started my program then um and that was my first term so I did it school-based term so I could have holidays with my kids and I guess that was the beginning of, um, yeah, where I am now, which is only yeah. a few years on, which feels like it's heaps. But, <laughs> I also remember happened? that that course in Tassie. It's, uh, it's the only time I've been to Tassie to do a course, actually. Um, and there was it was a small course, which they often are when you first go to a place. But there yeah. was what there was only, what, seven of us yeah. in the room. But how many children? There was Can like 27 kids. It was insane. 27 kids and like two people, two women's health physio visits. Yeah. It was just a mind-blowing conversation to have. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I still can't get over the fact that there was so technically few women in the room and there was millions of children <laughs> associated yeah. to these. Because I was um, like, oh, I'll say I've got four kids and everyone will be like, oh, wow. wow and then everyone kids. was like, I've got four kids and I've got four kids. I was like, oh. I'm, yeah, I'm nothing. 
Well, Nothing you all special. have my yeah um, respect. I struggle with two <laughs> most of the time. But what mm-hmm. I will also pick up on what you just said, what I heard you say there was um, 27, let's say 27 births. And there may have been more births. Mm-hmm. There may have been more pregnancies. We didn't go down into the nitty gritty of that. But two women's health visit, visits out of 27. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. And that was really the first time for me after four kids in three different states that I even heard the words women's health physio, which I thought was really sad. Yeah. So, and then I took myself off to a women's (laughs) health physio. (laughs) How did that go? Um, I was so scared. I thought, wow, I've just learned all this stuff and I've had four kids and anything could be going on and I would not know. Um, Yeah. That it was it was great and I needed to do it because as you had said, go and do it so you know exactly what it's about and you can um chat to your clients, you know, with that information. And so that's what that's why I did you know, a couple of reasons why I did it. Yeah. And um I've since been back again and it was fine. <laughs> it was all good. <laughs> was it fine the first time? Like I know you said it was scary, but it was it really scary when you got it, in there? No, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting because I was intrigued by this stage. I was like, yeah. I want to learn, I want to know more. Why don't we know this stuff? So why don't we I know? know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So if I recap, so you did Cert 3 and 4. When you did Cert 3 and 4, did you know you wanted to work with mums? Like when you did it a second time? Was that the intention? Yeah. 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 And okay. I was really so disappointed that there was nothing about mums in Cert 3 and 4. And I left yeah. it feeling really deflated and thought, where to now? And looked and looked and looked, yeah, for more. So. Yeah. Awesome. And then. And so yeah. Found Safe Return to Exercise and how long after doing Safe Return to Exercise did you jump into Mum Safe? Do you remember? Oh, it was pretty straight in? quick. Yeah, it was mm. pretty quick. And because yeah. then um, it was into the new year, so I think it was September 2019 and I started, well, I continued working because it was that weird COVID year and I went to a retreat. Um, you remember that retreat up in? Um, yeah, the Mum Safe retreat. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. that was my first, and I was a mess, like an absolute mess, crying. <laughs> Tell <laughs> away us from more. My children. <laughs> I was away from my children for like the first time in a long, I can't even tell you when. I've always yeah. been the primary caregiver and it felt so wrong to be away. I had so much guilt that weekend and I mm. cried a lot in front of all these strangers. <laughs> They're nice strangers though. We're a nice yeah. group of strangers. And it was amazing. I made some awesome friends. It was great. Yeah. 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 So then at that, it was the Body Beyond Baby affiliate retreat, wasn't it, back then? Yeah. Um, so then when did you launch your sessions? Like define that for us. Um, I was trying to think about that. So my sessions um, were, so yeah, it was September 2020 and I started off and so I was a bit different um, to a lot of my then um, Body Beyond Baby affiliates mm-hmm. because everyone was working in parks and I mm-hmm. remember having lots of conversations with you Jen and you were trying to get me on the right track and I wasn't listening and um I just didn't know what I was doing really I, I look back now so naive and um and I also didn't have any self-belief and we talk about this a lot within Mumsafe as well about the imposter syndrome and that was me all over and um, so I started this program thinking, I don't know if it's going to work. I have no idea if anyone's going to turn up. 
And um, so it was one program. I was I thought if I can get nine people, eight or nine people, I'll be happy. And I did, and that was great. First one done, and so I I was working in a gym. So I I delivered this program of mine that I developed in a gym here in Hobart, and it was it was awesome. And so then, very quickly though, I was able to fill one class very easily, and I was like, oh wow, what am I going to do now? Again, Jen in my head, don't don't put on another program too soon. <laughs> so. I didn't and I can't think it would have been at least three, maybe I'd say maybe I did it for three terms with just one program Mm -hmm. and then by the January of, it must have been January of last year, so 2022, that I had, yeah, two two full classes and like oversubscribed, like I was having to accept 10, which doesn't seem like many but in our little space is plenty with children as well. Um, and then, um, so I continued on with two programs per term. So a Tuesday program, a Thursday program, they were full every term. And, um, then I got to the end of last year and thought there's room for another one. And so then this year and this term, I have now got three programs that run at two different gyms. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all. Yeah. So, yeah, very, very cool. Yeah. yeah. I want to circle back because I heard you say before, um, I wasn't like everybody else. I was not working in a park, like working in a gym. And I know some sometimes people go, oh, I've got to fit this specific mold to make something work. Um, yeah. But you, you were working actually for another business so were you an employee or a contractor or what I was a contractor yeah okay so you were working as a contractor and you developed the program for that specific gym back then so you went in or you were working in there and you said I want to create a mums and bubs program for the gym is that right yeah yeah because I've just seen I was working at the time at this the gym and I still work there that um we had these 9 30 um we call them child friendly and mm-hmm. we only have up to 12 in our groups anyway. And um, so we had these child friendly and basically they became just mums coming with their children, which was ideal. That's what I I wanted. And I'd really encouraged my um, boss to look at that because I needed it for me. And, um, but what, as a trainer, what I was finding and not just in the nine thirties, but in the other um, evening classes as well I was having women coming through my door that only after they I'd built a rapport with them that they would then tell me that they had prolapse or they were leaking when they were and I was like what are we doing this is not okay um, that we're not screening these women well at the beginning but also potentially they don't want to tell us because they don't know us well just yet um, and that for me was even more of a driving force that I needed to get this program up and running. Yeah. So um, then, yeah, with the support of my boss, I started the program at the gym and then, uh, yeah. yeah, and then two programs at the same gym and then now a second gym. So Yeah, okay. So tell me some of the things. So you launched this program. Um, what are some of the things that you did in order to – 
become oversubscribed. So what are some of the actions or was it all just super easy and just fell into your lap? <laughs> it wasn't super easy. Okay, um, cool. I was like, you're just going to go, oh, they just all showed up. They just turned up. They said, hey, Sarah, yeah. train me. Um, <laughs> no. So I think like everything, it takes time hmm. and definitely by, and I, I can only speak for Hobart and Hobart's again, it's different to other locations, but, um, it's very much word of mouth down here. And so it was trying to work out what works um, and how to get your name out there. Um, so I followed all of the steps that we get so much support in the MumSafe um, affiliate group. Um, so I was following some steps, but yeah, I think I was a little bit, uh, yeah, naive. And I, I just didn't think I, I knew what I was doing. Like, and I still don't, none of us do, but um, no, we don't. <laughs> No, but I've worked out what works and what doesn't work, I guess. And I worked out that social media doesn't work. You can't just rely on social media. It goes mm -hmm. around and around in circles and it doesn't necessarily get out to new people. So you've got your same people seeing your things. That's awesome. Um, so the first, I guess, couple of years, um, yeah, I was I, I was doing, you know, the, a lot of social media and I was trying trying to do other things but I never actually did anything oh, I'm going to try and get some media oh, I never did like I just I mean it's, it's mum life too but it was also me just putting roadblocks up for myself um and then um then I started networking more and the the collaborations with women's health physios are amazing and I did that more and more and more so that's what I guess has changed for me is the more collaborations I have with other people um and particularly so long story short but I guess initially my program was in the gym that I started at and mm. then this year this year yes this year I've rebranded for it to be my own program because I was already um promoting it as a independent program it's not attached to a gym I just wanted to be helping mums but I found out, I, I worked out that there I was still a roadblock. People thought that if they came to the gym, I was going to say, you have to stay at this gym. And I didn't want that. I was I was marketing it that come to me for eight weeks and, um, and I'll help you safely return to the exercise that you want to return to. So whether that's hockey or netball or running or your own gym, that was the message that I thought I was sending out clearly. But then I spoke to a lot of my clients and they said, well, no, because it kind of just feels like you're attached to this gym and so it's a program at that gym. And I said, well, I don't want it to be like that. I want to help women all over Hobart. So how do I fix this problem? So I relaunched this year and rebranded as Mumstrong. And really, and that's only been very, very recently, and that's taken another mm -hmm. path altogether. So there's a whole lot of other people that have discovered me and yeah, there's new opportunities that have come my way because of that. Because you're not primarily seen as being part of a program within the, the gym that you're working at. Yeah. So I'm seen as me and it's my program. And now I yeah. have a couple of locations that it's people are, Oh, okay. No, it's Sarah's. And cause people would say oh, it's Sarah's program. But if you're looking out from the inside, it still seems like it was a program at that gym. But now because yeah. 
the name of my program was different as well. It was a sort of affiliated with the gym. It was all kind of tied in together, whereas I've kind of moved away from that and tried to make it my own, my program that is, is portable to yep. any gym and I can host it wherever. And that Fantastic. has changed a lot now. And that's where you've learned, launched the third program? Yeah. So then yep. I saw that, yeah, there was space because I was always having people on wait lists and um, so I was like, okay, can I manage three groups because that's about 30 women? And yep. um, I thought let's give it a crack and see how it goes. So I've done that this term and it's been successful. I can handle that. So I couldn't do any Amazing. more on my own. But, yeah, so three groups. So at the moment yep. I have two at the same initial gym that I started at and one at the new gym. And the new gym's a bit bigger, so I actually took on, I just said yes because you do. But I'm only going to take no, 10. <laughs> and then I, I took 11. <laughs> don't tell yeah. anyone that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it works. Um, okay, I heard you say before, I'm, I'm, I really want to dig into the process. So um, you operate in school terms and that was a decision that you made right at the start. And that allows you to spend time with the kids and that kind of thing. And what I just heard you say was each program is eight weeks long. So run me through what a campaign cycle looks like. Like where do you start? Um, at what point do you, like what are you doing? Um, so I felt like at the beginning I was just always trying to promote basically. Um, and I think that you do. I think every new business has that time where you have to put a lot of effort in but then I've now got to more of a um which is nice that when I first got to a school holidays and I was already full for the next um term that was amazing feeling because it meant that I could actually have school holidays off Mm -hmm. and not have to worry about filling my groups and um so I guess in the lead up I always so I am week two and three for current groups and I will not start actively promoting uh, for another probably two or three weeks. And I'm always putting up, this is what we're doing on my stories on Instagram because people want to see, because obviously a lot of people, mums want to see if it fits them or what are you doing? You know, we're all little internet stalkers. So that's what we do. And it can take a long time to get, women on board too I've had people on my list that have had onto their second baby I didn't get them through the door with the first baby but I've got them through the door on with the second baby because I've just kept in contact with them so I have my I guess Jen calls them your leads um which I do I have them all compiled and I just go through those leads and go okay who haven't I seen who has contacted me and I've I've Um, committed to a program and who hasn't and then I send out emails it's through my website now um, emails to all those people who I haven't ever seen or had conversations but we haven't actually linked up yet and then I start posting out on social media um, that I'm open that my website's open for new for the new term and I contact all my women's health physio contacts my obstetricians um, they all get emails from me with my new flyer and and then the gyms as well. The two gyms will start to um, just share my content as well. So I think they're the main ones that I do. 
I do do random things as well. Right? Random just, things are good. <laughs> yeah. Right? I do. I think Jen's in my head and I'm driving the car with pamphlets and I go, oh, I'm going to drop these off. And I will. I went like recently, went around to all, all the Woolies and Coles notice boards and I put all of my um, flyers up on the notice boards there. Um, I've done their cafes, you know, that sort of thing, putting business cards wherever I can. So I do do that, but I am not as good, I guess, at constantly doing that. Whereas my other ones I do all the time, women's health physios and yeah, the obstetricians are really good ones. Yeah. And it's interesting because I guess what I'm reflecting on as you're speaking, because you're now in a position where you are oversubscribed for all three classes that you've got, it's, you maybe don't need to do all those avenues. It would be a different conversation if one, you weren't oversubscribed yet, or two, you decided to scale this and go, okay, now we're going to open in six locations. You would probably have to go back to all of the actions that you do and go, what is working? How do I do more of what's working? So how do I get new part, more partnerships, more women's health physios, more obstetricians, um, you know, another gym on board? And then what other actions do I now need to do in order to ramp that, ramp that up? And I think you should always be looking for other avenues. Like I certainly am. Like I, my brain doesn't ever stop at like where, what I could be doing better, really. Um, like I've got I'm into one hospital here so really I need to work Mm -hmm. harder to get into the other ones and it's purely just that I have tried tried you know I've sent them an email they've said no and that's been it I can try harder so it's just I haven't um again because I haven't needed to but it's also like I met with a chiropractor during the week because he reached out and he wanted to speak to me because he specializes in women's health and pregnancy and so he wanted to collaborate and have someone that he could refer to. So what's that, an hour of my week? So I've gone and met him, given him a heap of my flies. There you go. And it was it's just another connection. So, um, so I guess it's always being open to what, you know, what could work. And if it doesn't work, it was an hour of your life. It doesn't really matter. So not and, and the thing that stands out for me there, Sarah, is he got in contact with you. So you are known for working with mums in Hobart which is awesome and that's taken time and said and it's um so in you know so these are connections so the reason he found or heard about me was through a women's health physio so he was networking Mm -hmm. he hasn't been in Hobart for long and he wanted to find out who he needed to know so he could refer on and he'd been talking to the women's health physio that I'm connected to and they said hey well, Sarah does this, and he was like, "Oh!" and looked me up on Instagram, and was like, "I need to speak to her." So that's how that came about. Yeah, yeah. So that's someone else pitching on your behalf, which is even yeah, better. yeah, fantastic, really awesome. So, so I want to go back again through the campaign cycle <laughs> because I want people to kind of go. So you um at so you said you're on week to two to three. So you'll start advertising the next term or the next term. cycle or whatever it is and yeah. how many how many weeks before the end of, of end of the school term um so we're different we've got about six weeks left so okay. so you'll do that I'll probably about three, give myself, three weeks before the end of term yeah 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 I just like to take a breather a bit and then I mm. sometimes I go oh I need to get onto this <laughs> I hope this is gonna I haven't left it too late um 
but yeah, I need to open up my website and just get everything locked in there and then yep. just start. And because what I do, which not every trainer does, and it's this is my thing and it's really time consuming but worthwhile, is that, um, and it has to go into school holidays a bit now because I have three groups, but I onboard all of my women individually. So once they have paid and so as they pay, they, so it's all through my, so these are all things I've put in place over three years. I didn't mm-hmm. used to do this, but I was like, how can I make my life easier? And it needs to be quick and mums need to be able to do it on their phone. So um, through my website, they can now um, register and then they have to do their pre-screening as part of that registration and they pay and they pay the full amount straight up, which again, that didn't used to look like that. And this has evolved to this. And I thought mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a go, see if it works. I do offer a um, payment plan for those that need that and so that is an option but I do just try and get it all paid up straight up and because I was chasing before and I didn't have time to chase um, and then once they're all locked in and once I get my um, class full then I start to organize their one-on-one consults and that's a 20 or 30 minute um, conversation at the gym because it just breaks down a barrier that there's a lot of anxiety. Even the most confident mum that's really raring to go, they still, there's anxiety around returning to exercise um, and how it's going to look. And they want to see the gym, they want to meet me, and then straight away it's day one is so much easier. So 30 um, mums going through last and through school holidays, it was a big ask. But I I still keep it to how I want it to be. Like I don't let it impact my life. I was like, no, I'm yeah. making sure that I only have these on certain days so I can have these days with the kids. And, yeah, whereas before I would have just let it overrule everything. But these are the things you learn. So They are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Do you charge extra for that session? No. It kind of, well, I guess it's part. I've put it as part of the overall cost so I guess yes it is it's part of the cost so I've worked out if I charge x amount and then I pay rent as this amount this is how much as I'm going to have left over so as part of my agreement with the gym that that's part of it because I may and the new gym I just sort of said this is what I do are you happy with that and they said yes pop yep. in like any and the gym's bigger the other gym so I can pop in any time to that gym and I can just have a little space Fantastic. Um, the, my other gym's a little bit different I have to actually find spaces because it's a smaller gym and that's mm-hmm. that's fine too so um but it's it's really worthwhile I was just trying to make sure you were charging enough for people to get these one-on-ones I know <laughs> <laughs> That's a conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah, I haven't changed my price for my um, program. I, and I still think um, sometimes you think uh, you're always questioning that, aren't we? We're always talking about prices. Um, but I'm happy with where mine is at the moment. Yep. So, yeah. I guess for it's what um, they get. Yeah. And if you choose not to expand, that's where, you know, being oversubscribed, you can put your prices up because yeah. there's just no availability left, which is cool. Yeah. 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 So then they book in, so by the, the end of term, everyone's booked in. So by the, hopefully by yes. the day you guys so, are on school holidays, they're all booked in and that's paid. That's a hope. Yeah. Yep. 
And yep. if not, then I just keep on popping up on my Instagram really in, in yep. Hobart. I don't know about everywhere else, but Instagram really, it, we get more traction on Instagram than Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. So but I do put it on both just saying I might have one spot, one spot available and um, I'll just keep yep. on circulating that. But that's about all I do because generally it does get taken by even if yep. it's the week of starting, it will get snapped up and then if someone or else like this term I had someone um decide after I'd met with her that um she was all fine then but she did have a lot of pain still she was only Mm. early postpartum and she was doing all the right things and seeing all the right people and she'd done my program before with a previous baby and so she knew what it was about and I said I can keep you safe but I really think that you need to get your pain looked into and so she did or at her next check and then she sent me a message saying I'm I'm not going to come I'm not ready to start and I said that's fine no worries and she said just put me on the next term fours program and then um so then I just popped on my Instagram again that a late spots become available and that was taken yeah so it was full so again cool. yeah yeah so then the spots are sold out and you're going into the onboarding which is great the term doesn't start till after school holidays what then happens if people go oh but I want to come and train like do you open what as soon as those doors close do you open a wait list like what do you do um I haven't had to have a huge wait list before but what mm-hmm. I do is yes if people want to train I give them options um so the options are that they can wait and so there has always been a little bit of a issue around well I don't you won't get to come to me again until quite a number of weeks so and some aren't interested in that they want to start now um and so I give them the options of coming to the classes that I teach that I teach at um my the gym that I work at as Mm -hmm. an option but I also give them the option of going to our women's health physio who also um, runs classes. So that's my go-to if we're in between my programs. Um, there's nothing else for them to go to. So if I wanted to keep them safe, I decide, well, you can either come with me or you can go to the pelvic studio and do their postnatal classes to kind of bridge that gap before starting mine and occasionally I'll let an extra one in if it's just one person. (laughs) Stop telling everyone that. (laughs) I think sometimes the overbooking, like the nature of mums, and and we had a big conversation about this the other day inside of one of our mum safe sessions is mums sometimes do nine times out of 10, somebody doesn't show up because a baby's sick or something like that. So you could potentially overbook by one person, but we do want to make sure that we've got that integrity. Um, And that's what, overbooking by five or something. Well, the problem is if you do have too many, you can't look after them well. So, um, and that's what I've worked out with like numbers, the numbers game at the beginning of this three years ago, I didn't know how many you would want in a class. I, had no idea do I want six do I want eight do I don't how many do I want and it's only actually doing it that you work out what works for you and works for you in that space so in my one space it's a weird number but nine works really well in that space and I can take 10 if I want to but it's a real stretch and I now know that because I've done it before so I try not to go to 10 but then as you said you know 
especially in the winter months, you are going to have weeks where you might only have mm-hmm. six turn up. So taking 10 isn't really, you wouldn't, I wouldn't want to take any more though. And yeah. then in the new gym, I mean, I've got 11 because I'd never been there before. I said, yep, come along. We'll see how it goes. And I say that to them, like, this is new for me. I've never been here before. We're going to see how it goes. Um, and because it's a bigger space, it's actually fine, but I still wouldn't want to have, I would still have 10 as my limit because when you're one trainer trying to look after well, yeah. 10 mums with lots of different contradictions, plus their babies, plus under fives usually um, there as well, you've got a lot going on. So you don't need to have huge numbers. Yeah. 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 Um, so I know that you said you haven't needed a wait list, but I'm just wondering whether we've said the words right because you've obviously got these people then that come they contact you after your program started and they want to get onto the next program so do do you Mm. just book them in for the next program or like how does that work very techie i just um have a list (laughs) so that's a wait list you have a wait list i do yeah (laughs) i have a list on my phone so yes yeah, I have a wait list. I love that you've got a wait list on your phone. But, hey, we'll figure that <laughs> So I just she do has a wait list, four. everybody. <laughs> yeah, turn four. And I think I have about three or four people on that list. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we so do yes, have a wait list. Yes, there is a wait list. Yeah. So something that you could do to improve that further if you want to, not that this is a mentor session or anything like that, but <laughs> as soon as you, on your website, you say um, we're sold out, Put a yep. new button there that says waitlist now for the next program. Yeah, so that is definitely something I have to do. So I have recently been putting on there because, yes, I know that people are interested. So I've kind of been marketing and say, um, you head to my my website and so you can subscribe. But it's actually not very obvious because I've had a couple of people, where do I subscribe? Mm. And so on my um, website, I need to make that like a, what do they call it, a light something light box I don't know what it's called um, it needs to pop button. up straight yeah. away so that yeah. they can actually wait list because it is a bit hidden at the moment and these are the things that you do work out along the way that need Absolutely. to be yeah changed um to make it so it needs to be spoon fed like we know yeah. what it's like my kids are big now but I remember I was in a haze for 10 years <laughs> It needs I still to be think easy. I'm still in a haze sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, isn't it supposed to be easier by now? Um, yeah, no. Okay, so they are sitting on a wait list. And then I loved what you said before is, I mean, you articulated it about you need a break between, you know, onboarding people again. But yeah. how does it feel to know that you don't have to market that session for, you know, from the end of the term to two three weeks before the end of the following term you don't have to think about marketing that session those sessions at all it's it's amazing and it really is a game changer because um I guess this year's been that the year for me that it has all turned um every all that hard work and worry and am Mm -hmm. I doing it right and second guessing everything that you do um, and and working stuff out as well, like working out what you want, how you want it to look, and um, is now starting to um, fall into place. And it's really nice going into like a school holidays, knowing that you're full and you don't have to do anything until you're ready to. So yeah, I have a Facebook group um, that for 
all the mums and they all stay in their past and present. So everyone as part of my communications with the new mums, they all, if they're on Facebook, they join this group and that's how I communicate with them and text message as well. But um, so I just pop things in there occasionally to say, you know, getting excited for it to start and, you know, keep an eye on your inbox for X, Y, and Z and um, yeah. yeah, but it is good. And- yeah, not having to worry. Yeah. Do you have any mums that do the program more than once? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's another thing that in time, that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've had quite a few now that are return mums and I've got now, I said earlier, the whole um, people getting to know you, the word of mouth is mm. massive because I've tried to get into mothers groups on online and you can't always get in and if you can they don't want you to advertise so it's you're always coming up against like a roadblock um Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day you have to get the mums to do the legwork for you as well and um so if they tell their whole mother's group about you then bam you know it's a whole new possible you know leads group of leads so um and I have on the bottom of my pre-screening where did you hear about me in different words um and they tell me and that's really good information you know to know what's working and what's not working and a lot of it is oh my friend did it or my sister did it or someone I know has done your program so that's becoming more and more the answer because yeah it's been three years now of running the program before that it might have been a lot of people will um google like mums mm-hmm. and bubs as well so making sure that you're uh, you're coming up in yep. your area for that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then it's all the other places too, like, oh, I got your pamphlet from the pelvic, you know, the pelvic studio or the, yeah, the hospital. Um, and then even other random leads. So connections with, you have to connect with whoever you can, basically. So um, there's a lot of doulas, there's a lot of sleep nurses and um, we're all in a, bit of a community down here together as well so they are we're all following each other so now when I need having a conversation in class about sleep I can say oh x y and z have a look at these people Mm. um and they do the same for me so um and another lovely lady down here she takes um babies first aid and massage and she's a nurse she's an amazing supporter of me so her name often comes up on my forms so yeah, Fantastic. it's just yeah, getting your name out there, which is hard. It, but it does happen. It's worthwhile. Yeah, and yeah. it's interesting listening to you because we, you know, we've we're talking about being oversubscribed, but the precursor to being oversubscribed is to become the go-to trainer for mums in your area and to be known by people, which you've done beautifully. And we could delve deeper, way deeper into that if we weren't. Um, yeah, but yeah, well done. It's been really Thanks. beautiful to watch. <laughs> watch you grow, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, it's very I think very it's, cool. I've learned a lot along the way, and it certainly hasn't been a smooth process mm-hmm. at all. Um, but yeah, this year is really coming together how I could see it in my mind, how I wanted it to be. And at the end of yeah. the day, I just wanted to help more mums because I didn't have that, and that's what I, I wanted. Um, so. And just on that with connecting, like, yeah, it's the connections that I've made that I, I believe now have 
set me in the position that I'm currently in because even um, getting involved with the new gym, they have a whole new, another following. So Mm -hmm. just through them, I've had all these opportunities come up, new people that have contacted me. And the one I said right at the beginning was to do with an insurance company down here. And that was through the other gym that I now deliver a program at, you know, one of their followers, you know, works for this insurance company and there's big things in Tassie happening with that insurance company and they're delivering, um, well, they're, they want to make Tassie the healthiest planet, um, the healthiest island on the planet. Amazing. And so they're delivering a whole lot of everything like yoga all these different classes in this brand new spanking building in the middle of Hobart CBD. And so they contacted me and said, um, we want you to deliver something there too. And so for me, that's amazing. They've got 60,000, you know, members statewide. And um, this is not just for members, this is for the community. So anyone can um, book a session with me and the marketing's free the room is free it's um an amazing opportunity to be part of and I would not have got that potentially if I hadn't have um expanded and rebranded to yeah where I am now so yeah and and work to become that go-to person yeah in the first like place. so yeah they are the ones saying oh we wanted to meet you because you work with mums right yep I do yeah. So good. So, so yeah. good. I'm glad you told me yeah. that because I was going to say, hey, are you allowed to share? Can you tell me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, so and I just, yeah, I only just popped that on my socials this morning because so I saw exciting. that they had signed, you know, I'm October, October yep. booked in for. So they have all their other people booked in, but it's, and it's new for them. So, you know, and that might be something that I continue to do. I don't know. So, but I'm booked Fantastic. in for October, November and. We'll see what happens then. Well yeah. done. Congratulations. Yeah. So to start to wrap us up, because I know we've both got stuff happening very soon, um, tell us if somebody wants to find you, whether they're in Hobart or not in Hobart, where can they find you or connect with you or, yeah, get in contact? Um, I have a website that is my name, so yep. Um And then I'm the same on my Instagram and Facebook because that's how I started, I guess. So I started as myself and I've I've stayed as myself. So, yeah, yeah. Sarah Kessley. Which Hobart. I love because you are, you're, you're becoming the go-to trainer for mums in Hobart under your name and then if you elevate your name, then the brand comes with you. So, yeah, yeah. good job. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. That's me. Yeah. If there's any mum listening that is hesitant to come and join a class, what would you say to her? I'd say don't, yeah, don't be worried. It's such an amazing community and that's what yep. um, the mums say. And that was that's a big part of any of the groups that the trainers, mums safe trainers run. It's the community that you're providing and the support that you're providing. It's not just about the exercise. Mm-hmm. Half the time it's not about the exercise, to be honest. So um, it's about the coffee afterwards and the connections that you're making. So if you're worried about the exercise part, don't be. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Sarah, I've said it, I said it just then, but it's been absolutely wonderful having the opportunity to work alongside you and play a small part in supporting where you're, where you're at. Um, but 
one of the things I love about you, you, you know, you're not necessarily super active in the group all the time, but you're doing all these things in the background and then all of a sudden you pop up and go, oh, I'm just doing this wonderful new thing. And it's like, wow, um, you're consistently working at building the next stage of your business, elevating yourself, stepping and doing brave things and having brave conversations to get you personally to the next next phase in order to support my mum. So thank you for taking the time to share part of your journey with us today and also for your ongoing part of Mum Safe. It's awesome to work with you. Very, very cool. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode today. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure to have one more conversation that takes us closer to our goal of safe and effective exercise for all women at every stage of motherhood. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please make sure you hit follow wherever you listen to your podcast and rate and review so more people can join us next time. For further information about anything we've talked about in this episode, head to jendugard.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to connect with me in person, I would love to hear from you over at my Instagram at jendugard. Thank you for your voice in this space. Have a beautiful day.